Hey, Texas Values friends, Jonathan Signs, president of Texas Values. Wow, what a great day. What a great moment. One of the most historic days ever in American history. Certainly will be seen as one of the most important days, one of the most historic decisions ever by the U.S. Supreme Court in our generation, in our lifetimes. If you missed it, the U.S. Supreme Court has announced that Roe versus Wade has been overturned. The most significant, the most well-known abortion case, a Texas case of all places that has allowed abortion on demand through all nine months and really allowed abortion to be funded with taxpayer dollars for close to 50 years is gone. All right. What an incredible day. And so we wanted to, to take some time to be with you. You probably have already heard it. Maybe you haven't. If you're hearing it for the first time with us, what an honor it is for us to bring that news to you. You know, the work that we do at Texas Values is about protecting innocent human life, has been about protecting babies from abortion, has been so much about a day where we could see Roe versus Wade in. And so I'm here with members of the Texas Values team. I've got Jonathan Covey, our Director of Policy, Senior Policy Advisor for Texas Values, Mary Elizabeth Castle. And also our good friend, Arena Grossu, who you know does advising work for us in policy and communications work. And I'm going to bring each of them on in just a minute. But, you know, look, it, it's, you know, there is, it, it's a, appropriate for this issue to become very personal today for all of us. I mean, this is a victory where we're finally seeing the most important institution in many ways when it comes to law and policy and the impact it can have on our laws acknowledge that life is a human right. And that in large part is because society has moved on these issues. People have been educated and now we see it being acknowledged at the US Supreme Court. It was in my quote, if you didn't see it, I was born in 1973. I've been working in the pro-life movement for many years. Many of us may have thought, "May will this day ever come? And here it is today, June 24th, 2022. What a special day. Not only is Roe versus Wade overturned and ruled, and that means abortion on demand is no longer the law of the land. The Planned Parenthood versus Casey, a similar case, has also been overruled. The case, the, the court, excuse me, the um, statute out of Mississippi that was the thrust of this case has been upheld, allowing for uh, abortions not to take place after 15 weeks, but because Roe versus Wade has been overturned, you don't even have to stop there. Texas can continue to, to protect life through all stages of development from the very uh, beginning. And we'll get into some of those details of why now it is appropriate to say that abortion is now illegal in the state of Texas. Now, I just want to be clear, the Roe versus Wade decision being overturned does not mean that the U.S. Supreme Court has banned abortion throughout the country. It means now the issue goes back to the state. And that's what the U.S. Supreme Court effectively said. There is no constitutional right to an abortion. These are issues for the states to decide. Thankfully, Texas has already decided that issue, anticipating what the Supreme Court might do. But many other states are in different situations. Also, before I bring in some of our experts, I do want to say, that the opponents, not all of them, okay, some have declared a night of rage. Uh, groups like Jane's Revenge and others, they want to immediately threaten and make us be fearful. We don't want to take those threats lightly, but we also want people to know we're going to do everything in our power and work with local and state authorities to make sure you're protected and not intimidated because you got to be out there doing the important work you're going to be able to do now, which is to continue to save babies and be there for the mothers and the babies. So let's get into a little bit of the legal 
uh, discussion, though, and talk about this Supreme Court opinion. We're only got about 15 minutes that we're going to be able to go because we're getting on a national call. And maybe while we're talking, make that donation to Texas Values because our work certainly isn't over on the life issue. We've got a lot to do. Jonathan Covey, you've been looking at that Supreme Court opinion. Give us some of the, the important points, the highlights, uh, and the significance of what people need to know. Well, thanks, Jonathan. Um, what an incredible moment. Um, hard to believe that we're even on this Zoom call talking about this, but the Supreme Court really overturned Roe. Um, and I have to say that out loud just to let it sink in a little bit. It's possibly one of the most important decisions in modern history. But I think, you know, what a lot of people don't know about the United States is that we are an extreme outlier in when it comes to abortion laws. There are only six other nations including uh, China and North Korea that allow abortion on demand all nine months of pregnancy. And, and we're one of them, or at least we were. And of course, now this issue goes back to the states. And I think one of the uh, most significant parts about this uh, opinion was where uh, Justice Alito, who is the author of the opinion, he really starts out by saying that Casey never looked at whether uh, Roe v. Wade was rightly decided. A lot of us know that, that uh, Roe v. Wade came first and then Planned Parenthood versus Casey came second, but they're kind of understood in tandem. But what, they, what he says is that Planned Parenthood versus Casey was never looked at or right, uh, rightly or decided rightly. The authors of, of Roe, they, they, um, they didn't look at, at stare decisis. Um, the Casey authors didn't look at the reasons for Roe. They just reaffirmed the holding in Roe, and then they improperly made policy judgments, which should have been left to the domain of the elected representatives. Uh, they should have looked uh, behind stare decisis and weighed the strength of the arguments, and they didn't do that. So Alito proceeds to do that, and he goes through, and it's too much to get into on a short Zoom call, but just an incredible discussion on a number of things, including the 14th Amendment Liberty Clause, including equal protection, including uh, whether a right to an abortion is rooted in history and tradition. He says it's not. And whether a right to abortion is supported by a broader right to privacy, it's not. But finally, I think one of the most important things is his discussion on stare decisis. He says Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. He said it bears a resemblance to Plessy v. Ferguson in that sense because it betrayed our commitment to equality under the law, and it was just far, far outside the bounds of any reasonable interpretation of the Constitution. So, what does that mean here for uh, for Texas? You know, we we uh, we have a number of pro-life laws here in Texas, including the Texas Heartbeat Act. Par partial birth abortion ban, uh, 20 weeks. Uh, but one of the most important is the Human Life Protection Act, HB 1280, which was passed last session. We call it the trigger ban. And it's a complete ban on abortion beginning at fertilization. And it goes into effect uh, whenever the Supreme Court renders its final judgment uh, 30 days later. So we, we, we have we have laws here in Texas. We also, like you talked about, Jonathan, we have pre-row statutes that were, um, that were, I think it's 4512.2, uh, which are uh, civil statutes here in Texas that were passed before, um, before row went into effect. And those um, seem like they could kick back in as well. And district attorneys could start prosecuting based on those uh, statutes as well. So a number of things going on, but it seems like that abortion uh, is becoming illegal and it's going to be illegal in the state of Texas. 
Yeah, look, and a lot of people don't realize that. They think about Roe versus Wade as this national decision, uh, and it is. I mean, it's a U.S. Supreme Court decision, but it came from the state of Texas, right? So if yeah. the courts overturn Roe versus Wade, that means whatever that, you know, how that impacted Texas before and related to Texas laws, that's gone. That's no longer valid and doesn't apply. And speaking of national issues, obviously, this is going to be one of the biggest stories of the year and for quite some time, certainly the biggest story of today and impacting things across the country. And people are talking about it and the significance um, across the country. We heard the president went on live on Facebook and didn't address. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about what he had to say. I want to hear from Arena Grossu, who handles a lot of our work and does a lot of work to support us at a national level. Arena, uh, you know, just first, how did it strike you personally? And what are you hearing from some of our pro-life friends, some of the national organizations around the country? Well, thank you, Jonathan. I mean, it is incredible. As uh, Jonathan Covey mentioned, it, it is hard to actually believe that this is happening. But uh, we who have been working so long and so hard in the pro-life movement for this day and for it to be here is phenomenal. And, and the national groups are all extremely excited. I mean, they're putting out press releases, live action, Susan B. Anthony List, Family Policy Alliance, uh, so many of these groups, the U.S. bishops, there's so many groups that are so excited, but what we know is that the work is just beginning. Now, of course, we know it goes back to the states. There are some states that will be very life protective. There are other states um, that will become abortion centers. And so we will look at the states that, um, first of all, that will protect life and, and then work to, to increase protections in the other states. And actually today, in effect, nine states will ban abortion from conception on, and that includes Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, South Dakota and Utah. And of course, um, this we know that first and foremost, this decision is not just uh, something on paper. The, babies will be saved, millions and millions of babies. And um, you know, I know that in Texas. Uh, th today is going to be a, a day of remembrance for the babies that have already been um, killed through abortion, but um, there have been 63, 64 million that have been killed in the nearly last 50 years. Uh, but looking forward, we're so excited about that, that these babies will be able to um, survive and thrive. And our job now is to help support the pregnancy centers in each state, uh, to help support all of the different uh, systems in place, the social services, to increase funding in, in those states to help mothers and babies and, um, and families really to stay together. And so our work is just beginning and the people who are listening in, whatever talent or skill set you have, whether it's in uh, law or whether you're a doctor or someone who could become a pregnancy center counselor, this is the time for you to step up and find Call your local pregnancy center, see what they need. Do they need more donations? Do they need um, time? Whatever it is that they need, you can help. And really, this is the moment for us to say, we do care about the mothers. We do care about the babies. We're here for them both. We love them both. And we are building a culture of life one state at a time. Oh, look, and you, know, you mentioned about a day of remembrance. The attorney general's office here in our state has said they're closing their office the rest of the day. They're de declaring it a holiday, if you will, or a day to remember in honor and remembrance of 
you know, the over 60 million babies that have lost their life in abortion for so many years since 1973. And you think about the significance of that. It's hard to imagine. We can start putting an end to that number. Texas and the, and the attorney general, uh, Ken Paxson's office released an advisory letter saying, look, there, you know, um, that prosecuting attorneys and government officials may start today enforcing our laws in Texas uh, that abortion is illegal immediately. And so there's some procedural stuff the U.S. Supreme Court has to work through as it relates to their decision. But uh, the discretion is there for them to start doing that here in the state of Texas because of the laws that were in, in effect before the Roe versus Wade decision. Just many reasons why you should consider donating to our work, because we have work still to do on these important issues. TXValues.org. We've got a matching grant in place, a matching challenge grant up to $150,000. Your donation is up to that amount. It's effectively double. Go to TXValues.org right now. Make that tax deductible donation so we can continue to do the work that we do. Speaking of finances, supporting uh, people, women, and babies, that's a big issue that is going to be important for women now as they think about, okay, here is what I want to consider doing. Here are my, um, here's what's going on in life. Here are my needs, though, to support myself and my child. Mary Elizabeth, talk to us a little bit about the significance of what Texas has already done and prepared and what pregnancy centers are doing and how people can help them now that Texas is a fully pro-life state. Yeah, for sure, Jonathan. I, I just have to say that it still seems surreal that this decision came down today. I got into Indiana at 3 a.m. this morning, so it might just be a dream and not really happening, but I think that it's, you know, very important, and that's where I am now at a pro-life women's conference that not only has uh, people in the field who are doing kind of the legal or legislative work, but there are a lot of women here at this conference who run pregnancy resource centers. Um, and so it's very important to know about these important steps that Texas has taken um, and other states have taken as well, but Texas in a big way has taken to make sure that uh, women who find themselves in a situation where uh, they're determining what they're going to, to do next when they find out that they're pregnant, um, that they can choose life and they can choose that, make that decision comfortably, um, and they can take care of themselves and their children. And so Texas did something big last session on budget night, close to midnight, our legislators made sure that we had $100 million attributed to the Alternatives to Abortion Program. Now that program started in 2011 and it's been increased, or 2006, I'm sorry, and has been increasing ever since. But to have that large amount of money um, to go over to 300 pregnancy resource centers in the state of Texas um, to help women. And a lot of people don't realize all that they do. Um, they don't just give you a sonogram and then tell you to choose life for your child. Um, they help you afterwards. Some of them help you until the child is three years old. They have many resources for you to feed and clothe your child. They have opportunities for women to uh, further their education, to have job training. And a lot of them even have uh, opportunities for the fathers to get involved and to realize the value of the life of their child as well and to create that healthy family formation. So these groups are doing a lot of work. Um, it's really incredible to see them being brought to light, but there also needs to be a lot of support for them as well, because uh, we in the pro-life movement know who they are, but a lot of people don't. Um, that's been something that I've been doing kind of in my spare time is working with a nonprofit to connect um, 
different communities uh, to pregnancy resource centers and making sure that they know that these centers exist and that their first shot doesn't have to be the abortion clinic or Planned Parenthood, but they have that option of going to the Pregnancy Resource Center as well. So it's very important to know that these resources exist, but it's very important on the legal side uh, to make sure that uh, there aren't any attacks um, on these pregnancy resource centers as well. I was talking to a woman at her booth and she was telling me about a Texas law that she's been researching that would make pregnancy resource centers um, vulnerable to HIPAA laws. And so it's just very important to make sure that these resources are protected so they can fully serve women um, and children and just pray that we can just rethink um, the value of life, but the, the value of family as well. Yeah, look, there's plenty of work still to do as the nation, our state, really, you know, embrace and let this decision settle in. Roe versus Wade, the abortion case that's been the law of the land, if you will, for almost 50 years that allowed abortion on demand through all nine months of pregnancy goes down today. The U.S. Supreme Court has announced that they're overruling this case. Now issues go back to the states for states to decide how they protect life. Texas has already done that. Very historic and significant day. One of the most significant and historic days of my professional and personal life, I just have to say. And, and so much of that is because the great work that we're doing at Texas Values um, with our friends here and, and colleagues and members of our team, Jonathan Covey, Mary Elizabeth Castle, Arena Grosu, and all the team back in the office and other parts of the state. We've got events coming up. If you want to see us in action and meet with us, we've got an event in Fort Worth tomorrow evening. We're going to have a lunch event in Houston, excuse me, in San Antonio on Monday, June 27th. And the Lieutenant Governor is going to be joining us in Houston on Tuesday, uh, June 28th. And you better believe we're going to be celebrating and talking about this significant Roe versus Wade decision. Lieutenant Governor Patrick is a huge defender of life, but you don't have to wait until then. Make a tax-deductible donation to our organization right now. Go to txvalues.org. Make that donation so we can continue to protect the, the principles that we care about and definitely protect innocent human life. And if you're out there, we encourage you, volunteer at pregnancy centers. But if you're if you're feeling threatened, if you're coming under attack, contact our office. Let us know how we can help, and then we can help you get in touch with the right authorities to make sure you're not alone. No woman is alone after the Roe versus Wade decision, and no baby is going to be alone. We're not going to let you just have to figure this out on your own. We're here to stand with you. And even if that means you're a part of some of these entities that are supporting it, and you just want to know what your rights are to protect yourself and keep yourself safe. And so, and let's all be in prayer as people let this settle in too. There has been a night of rage that's been called by people that support abortion. Some of them, let's hope that that doesn't end up happening, but everyone just uh, be aware of that. And let's be in prayer for God's protection through the continues of this day and also the gratitude of this historic decision from the U.S. Supreme Court today. We've got a couple of calls. We've got to be on because we've got to connect with some of our national partners. A lot of good information is being shared. So continue to check our social media um, platforms. Also check our website for updates at txvalues.org. And we'll have more updates for you uh, later on today in this week from Texas Values, and we appreciate all your support for faith, family, and freedom in Texas.